Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to a very special edition of the S&D Podcast Show. This is our Super Bowl preview show. Just a little disclaimer, nice and early, that we are recording this on Monday, January 27th. So any big news that happens between now and by the time you listen to this on Saturday, February 1st, we will be unaware of and will be not will not be mentioned on this episode. With that being said, Danny, Vin, what's going on, boys? All right, uh, Niners and uh, Chiefs, do us a favor. No one get hurt. No one do anything stupid. Um, that, they can do what they want. I can time travel. We'll come back and talk about that. In a way. <laughs> right. The Avengers can try and travel now. We have this technology. Mm-hmm. Back to the future. Only we're going back a week. <laughs> They're also um, in Miami, so it's kind of just fitting, you know, kind of have like a Deion Sanders scenario where he just drives himself to the game. Is that where the I game mean, somebody's getting busted. Somebody's getting busted on cocaine. That's the same. Sure, <laughs> probably George Kittle. No, come on, no. <laughs> Just because he caught one pass against the Packers doesn't mean you have to hate on him. But anyway, mm. more importantly, we have a very special guest with us today. We have Will from On the Board Sports with us today. What's going on, Will? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. How's everything going? Good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Just watching some hockey right now. They're back from the All-Star break and, you know, kind of pumped up for the Super Bowl. Somebody other than the Patriots is in it, so that's always a good thing. Well, you mentioned the Patriots, so of course we have to mention Jimmy G, who was, of course, drafted by the New England Patriots. And, of course, you keep hearing those things. And, Will, I want to hear your opinion on this. If the Let's just say the Niners hypothetically do win this game. Does this begin the conversation of Jimmy G taking over Tom Brady as the pretty boy dynasty will begin for the 49ers? <laughs> you know, it's funny the way you say that because Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo is a, is a good-looking human being, but make no mistake about it, he's also very good at what he does. So, uh, you know, I am. would I say that it would be the beginning of a 49ers dynasty here? Uh, let's punt the brakes on that for for a second. I know they they're good, but they also started off last season at four and twelve. They are thirteen and three this season, and now they're going to the Super Bowl, which is pretty good. They have a bunch of young first round draft picks on their defensive line. They've traded for uh, Emmanuel Sanders, so that's a pretty good thing as well. And they have three guys. And their offensive line is pretty stout, too. So uh, it's looking good, but let's let's punt the brakes here before we uh, crown them yet. They still got to win on Sunday, obviously. But if they do win, hey, you're going to hear every news media source crowning them the next dynasty. So let's just see what happens there, boys. Listen, they're, they're a very young team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So... You know, guys, you got guys like Bosa that you don't have to pay now for three more years after this. And, 
you know, he's most likely going to win rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and possibly even defensive player of the year. Vin, your opinion on, on Bosa? Um, I don't know. I mean, Bosa's, uh, Bosa's an animal. And it's very interesting that most of the time when you have a young team, I'm not going to, I mean, I guess you call them an upstar team, um, in the, in making their first real run as a group, it's the quarterback that's the one that hasn't been paid yet. But Jimmy has been paid. So, I mean, are they going to be able to keep all these defensive players that they've drafted together? Probably not. But I, I think once you've paid the quarterback, the rest of it usually gets pretty much gets easier. And we saw, I mean, we saw in the NFC Championship game how much of a gap there is between them and Green Bay. And, I mean, New Orleans lost to Minnesota. Minnesota, they killed Minnesota. I think there's a big gap between them and anybody else in the NFC at the moment. So, I mean, I could see a run, you know, at least three years worth of, you know, top of the NFC. Yeah, I I agree with that a lot. Um, And there's already been, you know, of course, rumor mills and Twitter and all that fun stuff is already shooting rumors of, uh, the other Bosa ready to jet out of Los Angeles as soon as his rookie contract's up and end up in San Francisco with his brother. Which, of course, you can't you can't even argue with it because, you know, that's the way of free agency. Players are allowed to make moves that they want to make and they're allowed to do things that they want to do. Um, that's why those type of rules are in place. But, of course, another thing that's a couple of years down the line what do you think will is going to be the biggest factor in this game for the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, them trying to utilize their rushing attack. I know that everybody's going to be talking about the whole Jimmy G versus Patrick Mahomes uh, matchup, but it's really going to be coming down to what these guys are going to do offensively rushing the ball because they – they were ranked second in the league, the San Francisco 49ers were, in the rushing department. And they were top 15 unit passing the ball. Can And who knows what's going to happen with Tevin Coleman. Is Tevin Coleman going to come back and play, you know, the same style that he's been playing the past couple of weeks? You know, or will uh, – I forgot the kid's name that rushed for 200 yards that got cut by six teams uh, early. In Vin, that. you remember his name, don't you? Oh. The running back who destroyed your defense. We don't need to talk about uh, Raheem Mostert. Is his name. He just Raheem gained another 10 thing. yards without being touched. Thank you. You know, <laughs> and then, so you deal with Mostert, you deal with, you know, you got to get, uh, you got to see if Coleman's going to be healthy. So this is going to be a uh, an interesting, interesting game. And then also, too, like, what, what how are they going to, how is Kansas City going to come out and, attack this because yes they stopped Derrick Henry and he you know they had the league's best rushing offense as opposed to Kansas City's 21st ranked uh, league defense in rushing so we got to see what happens there but I think rushing the ball is going to be really key for the 49ers to win this game 
Yeah, uh, one of the most intriguing storylines is something they talked about going into the championship games where the possibility of these two teams playing each other and having that number one ranked offense in Kansas City and the number one ranked defense in San Francisco. And Danny, how much of a fact, if this defense doesn't start off fast early, can, can they regroup later on? Because if you notice, the San Francisco games so far in the postseason have been super fast defense early yeah that's gonna be the interesting thing with the the chiefs obviously they've been the opposite of what the 49ers have been so far and unfortunately the 49ers are not the texans or titans in that they they can get behind and spot themselves 10 to 24 points in each of those games respectively multiple times for them to bounce back so it's going to be really interesting to see how the game planning and how everybody is adjusted and ready to go on Sunday at 645 if the Chiefs do start the game off with the ball. Um, like everybody's mentioned, it's going to be really interesting to see if the Chiefs can stop or limit the uh, Niners' rushing attack. And with the rushing attack, they can obviously get to the play-action pass if the rushing attack is what it's been all season long. And that's how Jimmy G and everybody else has been very uh, well this whole entire season. So it's really going to be interesting to see is they're going to have to make Jimmy G throw the ball because obviously of the two uh, weapons offensively, it's you're more reliant of having – you want the Niners to be more reliant in throwing the ball and not having it be play-action play action passes. So – um, it's going to be interesting to see. These two teams are going to be really – both teams are going to be really prepared for both um, both uh, of all situations. It's really going to be interesting to see how which coach um, snaps out of their their hard um, Super Bowl pass, whether it's um, Andy Reid 15 years ago against the Patriots when they had chances to drive the ball down the field to win and they didn't with uh, Dominic Nip puking all over himself. That's what we remember from that game. And we all remember the 28-3 when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. All they had to run do was run the ball a few more times and kick a field goal, and this, they would have been a Super Bowl champion. So it's going to be interesting to see. It's really going to be interesting to see who carries the tempo in the first half because – we all know from watching Super Bowls um, that halftime is not unlike any other Super Bowl, uh, any other game. In a normal game, it's 15 minutes. This game, this halftime is usually a half hour, maybe even longer. So the guys are going to be standing around and doing nothing. It's really the teams that with the most veteran presence usually comes out on top after that halftime adjustment. Right, and I said Here. that to my dad with 28-3. Um, the biggest thing in that Super Bowl was how is Atlanta going to adjust with the longer halftime? These two teams don't have players that have played in Super Bowls. Well, well, they ha uh, the Jimmy Niners G, have yeah. uh, Jimmy G and Emmanuel Sanders. So, Right, but, they are but those are guys. one guys. The difference was the Patriots had the coaching staff that did it. Yeah, but Manuel does have the Super Bowl 50 under his belt. So, it, To me, the biggest, um, I guess the biggest storyline is, and it's weird to say this, it's not a 
usually a high-profile position. But these are the two best tight ends in the league, and I think the offenses of both teams very much revolve around yeah. these two tight ends because the Chiefs have all this speed on the outside, and yet Tyreek is, is hard to cover. They have um, Sammy Watkins and the other the guy's name escapes me. That Nico Hardman. Nico Hardman, yeah. So it's like you can pick one of them, but you can't cover all of them. Right. And in in San Francisco, they they don't the advantage of having a guy who's as good of a, a blocker as Kittle, where you don't have to do anything to change your run game, and you he could just go, you know, dominate people, and then also be one of the best pass catchers in the league. The while they're obviously not facing each other, the matchup between those two, I think, whoever uh, has a better game. I think their team comes out on top, personally. I don't know. Will, what do you think? Um, you know, if you look at this whole scenario right now with Kansas City and San Francisco, like I said before, the rushing attacks are, you know, it's one-sided. Steven said it the best. They have the uh, – Kansas City has the league's best uh, pass, passing offense, and San Francisco has the league's best defense. So – there's a lot that's going to be uh, seen here. It's going to be a really close game, but make no mistake about it. The way how San, I think San Francisco is the more uh, complete team. If if you could somehow stop Patrick Mahomes from making plays with his legs outside of the pocket, I think the San Francisco 49ers have a great shot. If they don't, it's going to be a long day for that defense. A very long day. And and I and I agree with you, Will, because the the amount of bodies they have on that defensive line, they're just going to send droves and droves at Patrick Mahomes all day long, and I think that'll be the only way they could stabilize of any sort of chance of winning the Super Bowl is by just sending blitzes all day long with with the just the four that they have. They can they don't need to send any exotic blitzes and. They can sit back a little bit with the the talent they have at that line, so it's going to be really interesting to see how the chess match that gets involved with everything like that. Um, what, what if you had to play, like Vince said, the tight end matchup? Um, other than that matchup, what would you be looking forward to, uh, Will? for uh, watching for Sunday? Because obviously the tight end matchup, everybody's going to be looking looking forward to. I want to see how the 49ers are going to utilize Kyle Juszczyk. You know, I, I really want to see that. The fullback from the 49ers, he's going to play a vital role, like I said, with this whole rushing attack. I know people like to nitpick on the whole uh, Travis Kelsey and Greg Kittle. Uh, matchup, but Greg Kittle is a very good uh, run blocking uh, tight end. The Kyle Yuschek is a throwback. He's a mixture of uh, Mike Allstott and short Tony Richardson. So it's going to be pretty fun how uh, Kyle Shanahan's going to use him in that effort. So it's going to be pretty, pretty fun. Make no mistake about it. That's for sure. That that's definitely a good thing. So. Well, we we know and we we will establish that you are a New York Jet fan. So, you Darrell Rivas has been a big part of your life, obviously good and bad. Because we've had mm-hmm. moments of Rivas wanting more money and whatnot. We'll get to that on another day. 
So um, during the NFC Championship game, Darrell Rivas started a, a Twitter beef or Instagram beef with Richard Sherman. Um, what do you, what do you guys? All this is questions for all you guys. So what do you exactly guys think that will will Richard Sherman shut down? Who do you think? Since Richard Sherman's more of a zone zone corner, who do you think they're gonna have Richard Sherman pretty much cover for most of that game? It's gonna be really interesting to see how. They, they figure out a way to keep Richard Sermon on the most important wide receiver on the Chiefs, if they even do that. So one of, one of the things I noticed about Sermon in Seattle, and they mentioned this early in the game against the Packers, is that he only plays on one side. But if you really watch closely, and again, this goes back to watching him the, the few times we got to watch him every couple years versus the Giants, he would stay on one side for a half, and then whoever's dominating that game for this that and halftime receiver wise, that's where he was the second half, and he would man up on that guy. Now, I personally think you may have to put him on the tight end in this game. That's my personal opinion. I so first of all, I don't necessarily disagree. With what Revis said, Revis, you know, he posted the video of him getting burned by Devontae, and and he was like, "Oh, this is his worst, you know, his worst fears, you know, getting trying to have him to man up on one of these people." Revis talks a lot of shit. And he was probably the best man corner, you know, at, during his his prime, but when he was at this point in his career, he got demolished by Sammy Watkins. In a playoff, in a game that should send Jets to the playoffs, so like he's just talking smoke for no for no reason. He wants to just get to the get back in the spot. Yeah, yeah. If the 49ers can get a consistent pass rush, and that's obviously going to be the key, they have a great front four. If they can get a consistent pass rush, and not even I'm not going to say get a consistent pass rush. I think they will, but if they can contain Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. because we've seen him get outside the pocket and move and they could if, if they contain him they can stay in their defense their kind of quarter three shell he's just gonna play whatever side he's on now if he are they gonna you know try to put Tyreek Hill on his side probably because he can't roam with Tyreek Hill he's never been a fast guy correct and he does usually stay on one side like I remember Packer matchups with the Seahawks back in the day one time, one I think it was like opening day 2015. They just took their third receiver and stuck him on that side and just didn't even like bother trying to test him. And they just moved everybody else around. It didn't work, they lost the game, but still, like I could, I don't think, um, he's not obviously at the height of his powers anymore, so I don't think that that's necessary. But he probably will just play his side and. He's not. I don't see him covering a tight end. I don't know about that because he's not really a man cover guy. If it, it, it all comes down to the pressure, like I said, if they can get pressure and contain Pat, they'll be able to stay in their normal zones, and he probably will have a good game. But if he gets out of the pocket and the plays get extended, that's when you know all these the big plays get made in Kansas City and and. That's where, to me, that's where that this game will be won. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, like we mentioned before, like the 
the Chiefs are like that fast break offense in the NBA that like it doesn't matter how much they are down. They if you get them rolling, it's going to be hard to stop. So it's going to be really interesting to see if the the Chiefs have that common trend the last couple weeks, the first two rounds they played in the slow starts. If they start off slow, it's going to be a long night for them because the way that the Niners have been able to run the ball and their defense, it, they're they're not going to be giving up a a twenty four point lead or met, maybe not even a ten point lead. Just the way they played all season long, so they're going to really have their work cut off them and be focused on. They have to start right away, unlike the first two games they played in the first their last two rounds they played in the playoffs. So it's it's really going to be it's really going to be interesting to see. And also they. Can the Chiefs also have any start of establishing the run as well on getting a balanced attack as well? Because granted, they haven't really needed that a lot during the season, but in the Super Bowl with a good defense, they, they're going to have to find a way to be a balanced offense as well. Because more, more times than not, they haven't needed that because they could just rely on the arm of Patrick Mahomes and the receiving core. So it's going to be really interesting on Dom Williams, uh, Damian Williams, and all the other guys on the uh, Chiefs uh, running back roster. So um, what up? What up? What do you guys uh, obviously the halftime J Lo and Shakira? So that should be interesting to look at. Um, J Lo. <laughs> um, you forgot Demi Lovato's doing the anthem. Oh, she's beautiful as well. Um, oh damn. Danny's right, wife we went to bed. Crew. Yeah, my <laughs> wife went to bed. But she knows she, she knows it. She knows J Lo's my hall play my hall pass if I ever luckily Yeah, right. Um but but it's, I would it's love to see do... you go up to A Rod and ask. Excuse yeah, me, Mr. A Rod, may I please have a hall pass? A <laughs> Rod seems like a cool guy now. I mean not that cool not that cool, but he probably just I mean, he probably gets that. Yeah. Yeah. A Rod's a lucky guy. Um <laughs> It's and it's gonna be interesting to see, and uh, <laughs> definitely don't care about the music, but looking at it would be fun. Um, so what what else do you guys wanna the what are you guys more in what else are you guys interested in for like what what is your normal like Super Bowl routines? Uh, uh, well, you can lead off with like what's your favorite Super Bowl routine and and what do you look forward to and doing on Sunday? Well. I look forward to snacking out and taking out on food. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, You're not, not really. kidding. Everybody does it. Yeah. Come on. Everybody <laughs> does it, you know. But, uh, uh, like, in the mornings, like, I know when I was a kid growing up, I remember when the Giants won Super Bowl Forty Two. Uh, it was a very, very warm day in New York, and I wound up playing football with a couple of close friends of mine playing, like, five-on-five five at, at the park here and doing that but now recently it's like just hanging out looking at some stats and everything like that so you know if it if it turns out to be if there's like another football game with my friends yeah i'm down to do that but uh you know if if that doesn't happen oh well you know sure oh what what do you guys normally do what's your normal super bowl routine i mean i know Steve usually watches it, I think, at home. Uh, I, I have a, a friend's house that I usually go to pretty much every year. Um, 
and it's you know it's interesting i just i guess i don't um i'm so used to i guess in this day and age it's something i realized last year something i'm so used to just looking at my phone every time there isn't football on the screen so like i miss most of the commercials so i don't know if there are good commercials i usually miss them Uh, they're always interesting whatever um I mean, it's always a it's always a fun day. The game, as long as the game is good, and if the game's not good, then you you know, most people I I usually check out by halftime. That and you, and you just pray your numbers hit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Just see what what boxes you got, and that's it. Listen, yeah. it, it's always intriguing when when especially when you have two teams who haven't won in so long, mm-hmm. right? Like San Francisco, yeah, they were there. What was it heavy like? Eight years ago now? Seven uh, years ago now? Seven, yeah. Give or take? Well, yeah, 2013. Yeah. So it's like... No, 2014. Yeah, it's it's kind of like crazy to think. And like, we've never... I don't even remember ever seeing Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Because you nope. haven't. Right. It's been, uh, it's been ni- since 1970, which was... That was Super Bowl... Four. I think it was four. Yeah, four. Three, four. Right? So Super it's Bowl like... Four, yeah. Yeah, Super so Bowl three is the Jets. Yeah. Absolutely crazy to think those things. Like you're gonna see a team win for the first time in forever, and I always find that intriguing in all of sports. When there's teams like this is why I personally don't like the NBA because you know who's going to the finals. The past couple of years, at least. Now right. at least you can like, say now you could at least say okay, the Lakers and some random team's gonna come out of the West, out of the East, right? But like. <clears throat> NHL, you know, yeah, you get, like, the Penguins going deep, the Capitals going deep. You get those teams going deep, but you always get different teams, for the most part, the past couple of years, getting an opportunity. Look, perfect example is St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how Which crazy would that be? You don't think of it as a, as a big-time, uh, like, state of sports but being a fan in the state of missouri is a pretty good thing like recently at least yeah they got all the years the cardinals and the two no. years the royals had the royals and the blues just last year and unfortunately they lost their other football team but right and like you think it's not but i mean it's been some pretty good times for especially for those, for those in Kansas City you got two trips to the World Series and Patrick Mahomes last couple of years and if one guy didn't go off sides last year this would have been back-to-back trips to the Super Bowl all likelihood yeah. my biggest i guess takeaway going into this game is i just want to see Andy Reid get a Super Bowl i think he's uh, he's made a lot of stupid mistakes coaching wise in his career but he's got the guy now did one yeah, of but you could most... say he had the guy when he had Donovan. He didn't though. That Donovan was never the guy. Like Donovan was a fine quarterback, but he's not. You know, he's not a Hall of Famer. It's just I don't. One of the my biggest things that annoys me in just this is coaching in, in general is stubborn coaches like. When you get guys like John Harbaugh who just completely throws his offense out the window because it's clearly, you know, he clearly has to do what's best for the team to win with this coach, with his quarterback. And the same thing with Reed. Now, he's running mostly his system, but he brought in a lot of stuff that 
Mahomes did from college to in order for him to to um, succeed in the NFL. I think I want to see Andy Reid. You know, he's a good guy, good coach. I want to see him get the championship and get that monkey off his back. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, and and just imagining. Randy Reed in his Hawaiian T-shirt today. It was just awesome to see. That was um, great when they all they all wore it in the plane. Yeah, no, yeah, we. I like to joke about Andy Reed and his top game management for years because of him being an Eagles coach. But he hasn't been an Eagles coach for so long, so I it would be great to see Andy Reed because he's he's arguably even without a Super Bowl, he's arguably a top ten, top fifteen coach of all time. Um. So it would be nice for him to get that one Super Bowl, and I, I'd be happy for them. It's it's one of those weird things. I know we're going to talk about who's winning later on in the game, but I'm so torn because I, I if both teams win, I'm 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 happy either way. So, but it's going to be interesting to see which way I lean uh, in a few minutes. But um, it's it's so it's going to be so surreal to see if the Chiefs break that 50-year mark winning the Super Bowl, um, especially since they're one of those franchises that have such a rich tradition, especially in the AFL, AFC side of things. So for them to get a Super Bowl, it's wow. And then the Niners, you get they'll, they'll join the, the Patriots and Steelers in Super Bowl, the six, the six clubs. So either way, the storylines are there. So, uh, which storyline would you want to be a part of, Will? Which what, which storyline would you be more happy about? Because I know you can relate. I know you can relate with the Chiefs, especially since you guys basically have the same uh, drought. I'm sorry to rub that in, but yeah, it's okay. Like, that. like, like, would do you have some nostalgia? Maybe like, man, maybe that can be the Jets someday, of uh, with the Chiefs um, winning the Super Bowl. Like, hey, it could happen, you know? Yeah, no, it, it can. It, it, it very well much can. Uh, you look at the whole Patrick Mahomes situation right now, he is arguably the face of the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, make no mistake about that. And with the whole run-and-gun uh, style of play that you guys alluded to earlier, I feel like that is a, uh, a pretty good thing. now. With that said, you're gonna you're gonna see like a bunch of kids maybe 20, 30 years from now looking at Patrick Mahomes as like the, the god of, of gods if if they go out there and win like two, three Super Bowls in a row, right? And or you know or like two, three Super Bowls in a ten year span for that matter. Uh, you know you gotta see what happens. But San Francisco is just a model. They're the model for the past 30, 40 years of what they've uh, what they have accomplished in their history, right? You know, when mm-hmm. Super Bowls with Montana and Young, they were close with Alex Smith and, you know, that and Colin Kaepernick. But, you know, make no mistake about it, uh, it's, it's something to see. But I, I think as far as uh, the history goes and, and, like, who you want to root for, uh, this is, like I said, it's it's better than having to see the Patriots, like I said earlier, but uh, it's it's going to be a fun one for sure. I, I can't give you like an honest, you know, a real good answer. 
on that one, but it's going to be a fun-filled Super Bowl, to tell you the truth. For sure. So, Steve, you want to want to get the pick segment going or and predictions? Uh, yeah. Why not? So, I figured we might as well, instead of just picking the game, let's have some fun with this. Winner and MVP. Okay. Winner and MVP. So whoever wants to start. Vin, you want to go first? No? No, Vin? Go <laughs> once? All right. Vin, I, mister, I, I could stay up till 2 o'clock, fell asleep on us. Uh, all <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. My bad. It's like um, um, someone calling the fan and like, uh, Vin, going once. Going yeah, once. exactly. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Do you want to do, do like scores or are you just going to? No, so, it was, uh, we're gonna go winner and uh, MVP. Okay. Um. So winner. Ooh, this is this is tough. Um, I'm gonna say that the Chiefs overcome the uh, defense of San Francisco, and they take home their first Super Bowl in 50 years, and the MVP. Is going to be George Kittle. Hold on. So you're saying the loser? Hold on. Time out. So you're saying the loser? Travis Kelsey. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I said the wrong tight end. We're going to go with GSJ. No, it's got to be. No, it's got to be. It's got to be Pat Mahomes. Never mind. It has has to be Pat Mahomes, right? If If they win, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. GSJ Garros, huh, then? okay yeah i do want to throw one thing out um this is one of my favorite things about super bowls is the prop bets we really get into it the over under for the national anthem is two minutes are we taking the over we taking the under over always take the over on the on the national anthem really i think last year it was like 218 or something always the over under under. and it went over the only thing, like... See, you got to do your research on Demi Lovato. Does she have, like, the... I have... I may have somewhere a video of Demi Lovato playing, doing the national anthem. Because she did it so, at Game 4 of the World Series in 2015. So, there's an analysis there on the prop that I'm looking at. It says that she went way over two minutes when she sang the national anthem at the May- May- Mayweather-McGregor fight. Um... But that was indoors. They're saying there's outdoor ones that she's got under. So this is interesting. But I'm I would take the under. I think on this anyway. Continue. Life's too short to bet the under, so I'm going over. <laughs> Will, Papa John's commercial. On the, on two minutes. Uh, as far as picks go, I'm gonna have to go with the 49ers here. Uh, and my MVP is gonna be Jimmy Garoppolo. What about the uh, prop bet of Demi Lovato going over two minutes? I think she, I think it goes over. This video, she started singing at 17 seconds. Remember, this was outdoors. She started singing at 17 seconds, and the video is two minutes and 28 seconds long. So it's about exactly two minutes. Wait, 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 wait. 
Now, how do you count the end? So that's the other Until thing. Until she there, stops. 214. Because there's, an, there's there. another bet that is just how long is the word brave. <laughs> that was about two <laughs> seconds there. It says five, on five and a half seconds is the over-under. That was a five-second break that she just did on okay, that Okay, so it started at 17 seconds and ended at two minutes and 14 seconds. So do the math. That's under two minutes. That was a baseball game, though. It's different. All right, so we had Will take the 49ers. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we do this, there's another one that says, Will any scoring drive, drive take less time than the national hit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go yes because the Chiefs are playing. The Chiefs have probably a, right. Mahomes could throw a ball from the from the goal line to the end zone with Tyreek Hill, right. and it's going to be okay. twelve seconds. <laughs> Got it. All right, Danny. Oh, see, see, I've been torn all all day and leading up during the week. Uh, I'm gonna go. No, I gotta go. It. I'm going. I'm going Chiefs, and I'm gonna go Patrick Mahomes. And hopefully our boy Spags wins another Super Bowl. That'll make two for Spags. So, go, go Chiefs. Very right. fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Spags earned that second Super Bowl. Anyway. I am going with the Kansas City Chiefs as well. But I'm going to say that Patrick Sherman ends up making Patrick some Sherman. sort of play. In this game. Patrick Sherman. Richard Sherman. Who is sorry. that? <laughs> there was a Picard. I wasn't bit. sure if you were going Anthony uh, Sherman or Richard Sherman. There was a Anthony uh, Picard, Sherman is their Star Trek commercial. I was watching it just now for Picard. So I was thinking of uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Okay. Pat- Patrick Stewart would not be a good football player. But <laughs> well, when he was the X-Men guy, he could have. In a wheelchair? <laughs> He controlled minds, Vin. He's the head coach. He's not going to be <laughs> on the field. Um, Patrick, uh, yeah, Richard Sherman is going to make a play to win this game, and he is going to finally close out all the doubters for him. Did you say the Chiefs are going to win? Yeah, so that means you're picking the Niners to win. Right, yeah, my bad. It's been one of those nights. Jesus, we are <laughs> discombobulated. <laughs> Hello. Danny's the only one on track tonight. <laughs> I don't know so, yeah. what's going on. I'm going to take the 49ers. Also, disclaimer, um, my boss's partner is a big 49ers fan, so if he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you want to come up from air? From that, uh... <laughs> so, yeah. I, I want to throw one more prop bet out. Okay. I like these prop bets. I'm going to look for a good one. Okay, here we go. I like this. I like this. The jersey number of the first player to score a touchdown. Okay. So either one to between one to ten, eleven to twenty, twenty-one to thirty. But how does it count? One to forty. But how does that count? So, like, not the person who catches who is in the end zone with the ball, so not the quarterback. So, if like he throws a pass to Tyreek, it's Tyreek. Okay, so oh, number ten. Tyreek is ten. Okay, so so ten is the winner. Got it. Okay, so so I, I'm gonna so, go. T- Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going teens because there's a lot of receivers with single uh, double digits in the teens. So the best sides. odds, the best odds are plus two hundred eighty-eight to ninety. I, I'm sorry, eighty to ninety-nine. 
So that's like guess the biggest gap they're assuming is going to be receiver. And then after that, it's eleven to twenty. I'm think, going eleven to twenty. Yeah, I'm I going eleven to twenty because both sides of off both offenses have key receivers that right. ha, are Debo, Manuel Debo, Sanders, and yeah, Debo and Emmanuel Sanders. Debo, you got Talik. Um, what's his name? Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. <laughs> what will happen first, a touchdown or a sack? Sack. Uh, sack. Yeah, for sure, sack. It should be sack. a sack. It should be a sack. In disclaimer, we're not, don't take our bets because we all suck at them. Yeah, but... definitely do not take our bets. Yeah, definitely take that 1 to 10 thing on the Patrick, who's going to score. Patrick Sherman's going to have three picks on something. <laughs> You're going to be so been? mad. George Kittle is going to win MVP for the losing team. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, yeah, no. What, what, I'm what, so uh, drunk what, from the Eagle game. Leave like, me alone. What's the odds on – I also like the odds of what color Gatorade does the – So this is a long page I'm looking at. I probably have to go to the bottom for the Gatorade pick. What is this, MVP? All right, I have so a MVP. good one. What, no, how many cheeseburgers does Andy Reid eat on the field if they win? Negative one. I don't know. I still call BS that he only had one after the championship game. Yeah, depends on how big it is, though. And then another one is Patrick Mahomes how squeakily will his voice be when he says he's going to Disney World Disneyland oh it would be Disney World since they're already in Florida so you would think right so it looks like this is Super Bowl 54 right that's what, yeah, that's right yes yes Finn, come on the odds the best odds are red which would make sense because they mm. both have red in their name in their colors mm-hmm. Uh, next would be green, yellow, lime, whatever that thing is. Next is water, and then orange, blue, and purple is the worst odds. I think blue's a sleeper. I think blue's a sleeper. But, but yeah, I think it's fi- I think it would be fitting for red for to be red. Team. Yeah. yeah. Prop bets are the best. Yeah, but see, I wish we lived in a see, state where you can bet them. See, when you think about the Gatorade color, you got to think about is the person who actually fills the Gatorade container placing this bet? Well, that's why the legal sports books don't have these bets. Right. Or it's like you can't bet. You can only bet a certain amount. It's limited. You can only bet whatever. 50 bucks. Or yeah, whatever. these are mostly offshore bets because just because they're like offshore and they're wild, well, wild well west. Alrighty. Will, got some plugs for us. Uh, follow On The Board Sports, you know, and subscribe and download On The Board Sports, man. You know, I know that Steve came up with a plug for, for your show, so I want to thank him for that, yep. for for doing that. So that's pretty cool. And uh, you'll hear it on one of our upcoming episodes, so it's going to be pretty fun. Awesome, awesome. And how can everybody follow you, of course? Uh, you can follow me at Will Chirucci. That's W-I-L-L-C-H-I-A-R-U-C-C-I on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I believe it's W Chirucci. So same 
same thing. So it's it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun time. So we'll see what happens there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And of course, you could always find Will and I both at most New York Islander games. Will is usually at all of them. I go whenever I get a chance to. I like Will and also like to uh, promote Will's uh, Instagram page, Isles Chill, as well. He's been doing a lot, a lot of good work with that uh, Instagram page as well. So keep up the yep. good work, Will. Yep, from the sportschill.com. Fire, fire, fire. Awesome. You can also follow the S&D Podcast, of course, on all of social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and all other podcast apps. This was your Super Bowl special for this year. Hope everybody enjoys. Try not to be too upset. We got one more month till the football season starts. All over. I will crush it! 